The Man Whore Podcast is sponsored by HotMovies.com. Try out some ethical, paid-for porn for free with none of those hidden fees or secret subscriptions when you sign up at HotMovies.com and use the promo code MANHOR. The Man Whore Podcast is sponsored by Alt Playground. APG is more than just a place to find couples to swap with. Alt Playground is a lifestyle community for all non-monogamous and sexually adventurous people to connect and share. And you know I started a profile. Join me over at altplayground.net. That's A-L-T playground.net. Now let's get to the show. Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. Shout out to all the love addicts and sex fiends, the nymphos and pervs. This is Billy Presida, and you are listening to the Man Whore Podcast. Is Billy a sex addict? I don't know, but we're going to find out because we've got her back. You know her, you love her. She's back for the umpteenth time. I don't even know how many times she's been on the show at this point. Andrea Allen. I am re-releasing a free bonus episode that you very likely have not heard, uh, unless you are a Patreon member, where uh, Andrea, my dear friend, uh, she grills me and gives me a quiz just to determine whether or not I am a sex and love addict. So stay tuned to find out that one. I don't even really remember the questions or my answers, so this will be fun for me to listen to. Uh, but first... No show dates, people. It's quarantine. What are you talking? There are no shows. Live stand-up is kind of illegal. I don't I don't have any shows, but I do have a story. Because Billy is, you know, I, I am now one of them. I am I am a sinner. I am a bad, bad man. I am a a deviant. I have tapped out. I broke quarantine for sex stuff. For the first time. Oh. Oh. Did anybody lose a bet on like when I was going to break? Because I feel like some people felt like I would have broken much, much sooner. But yet, no. I made it 96 days being a good, good boy. I, you know, actually, not for nothing. I tried weeks ago to, to make make a, a, a hot, socially distant stranger play scene happen. I had a couple ideas. I posted on Reddit. Didn't really get any bites. I thought they were hot. One of the ideas was like to find someone and then go to like a some sort of like abandoned parking lot or secluded location. We would line up our cars parallel, open up our doors, and then just watch each other jerk it. I thought that's that's responsible. We're distant. It's outdoors. Ah, okay. Uh, the other idea was a little riskier, but highlights this uh, the hopeful resurgence of glory holes. Yes, I have seen quite a few glory hole posts. Uh, since everything has gone down ever since the CDC said, like, we don't really detect this stuff in semen. People were like, OK, like, how can we have some airtight fucking I don't want to say my mom's house. Let's just say a house I had access to. Uh, there's a door sliding glass door to the backyard where if you're outside the sliding glass door, no one can see you, uh, whether from other windows and rooms in the house or from the world. So I thought, oh, like someone could come around to that backyard and I could hang a a curtain 
down from the sliding glass door, cut a little hole in it, do some bing, bang, boom. But nobody wanted to do that one either. However, I did get a bite on a fun little scene. We had a plan. And this was the plan, okay? I was going to go up to this chick's town uh, right outside of New York City. I'd, I'd drive to a certain location, and I would comfortably, you know, sit in my car and stroke my cock. And then this stranger who I'd never seen before, never met, no, didn't even see pictures. The plan was for her to come by to the car, come around, open, just open my driver's side door, see me in my current state, drop to her knees, and blow me. While I wore a mask, of course, because, you know, we want to make this as safe as possible. By the way, I'm also not a monster. I brought a yoga mat for her knees. I'm, I'm considerate. Uh, <laughs> you, it, it, it was executed clunkily, but was fun. Still was hot. Very good times. If uh, I'm not going to tell you the whole story now, but if you want the, the play-by-play action, uh, there is a link to the Reddit success story in the show notes of this episode. However, this did inspire me to just go on out onto the Instagram and ask you fine people, when did you break quarantine too early for some sex stuff? And by too early, I mean before me, because that's that's the standard. When is it too soon to, to fuck new people during COVID? Anytime before I do. I think that's the standard for most things in this country, it seems, uh, as individualized as we seem to want to be. Personally, I would love it if we did something that was more for the societal good, but it's all about me, me, me. So, you know, <laughs> it's like that famous George Carlin joke where it's like uh, everyone who drives faster than you on the highway is a maniac and everyone who drives slower than you is an asshole. It's kind of like that. But uh, I, I did reach out and I was like, hey, folks, tell me a story. I got some fun responses. Um, this first one comes from V. She says, if I'm going to confess I've actually had sex with three partners multiple times during quarantine. I've had sex with all of them before and two are my regular partners, but one has a partner at home, which is why we usually meet up outside of his house. Except I have housemates, and even before quarantine, we had a strict no people over rule. V, that sounds like awfully draconian. I mean, honestly, sounds like a lame house rule. I think y'all need to have a meeting, but whatever. Uh, he texted me about three weeks into things, said he wanted to see me. I said, we're in quarantine. Where would we go? I didn't feel safe going to a hotel, which is what we, we do normally when we see each other. But he said he had an indoor AC storage unit that I was welcome to come to if I was willing to meet up. Wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I met him at the storage unit and we fucked in a sofa chair. It was awesome. <laughs> it is hard being single under quarantine and seeing all of the sexiness in the peep show and the champagne room and trying to be a good girl. So I took calculated risks, no regrets. Well, I'm, I'm sorry that all of our sexy stories in the Sexual Achievement Sunday thread or, you know, in the chair chatter in the in the peep show prevent you from from maintaining some self-control, self-control, at least until Billy got his dick wet. No, um, good for you. Calculated risk. That's what this is about now. Can't have hard and fast rules. We can't uh, we can't trust human beings in this country to like do something a little selfless for the greater good. So fuck it. Calculated, individualized risks. I'm sure that's gonna work out just fine, right? <laughs> 
Okay, this next one uh, comes from Kay. She says, I've been quarantining for almost three months, and I broke it to have sex with my ex-girlfriend, who now thinks we're getting back together because we fucked on my back porch. That must be a very intimate back porch. Uh, or maybe she actually owns a U-Haul. Maybe uh, she doesn't even have to rent it. She just has it. She's ready to go. Sorry you're going to have to deal with that, but that's also what you get for breaking the rules before I do. So, good luck. Jay, she writes in. She says, one of my good friends wanted to film something for his OnlyFans. His OnlyFans? All right. By the way, guys, uh, keep your eyes open for the Billy Presida OnlyFans coming soon. Okay, one of my good friends wanted to film something for his OnlyFans of me, him, and his girlfriend. And I knew they had been quarantining and not around anyone, really. So I said, fuck it. Let's do it. And, well, we had a threesome in a park and recorded it. That was a couple weeks ago. And you know what? They're the only people I've been sleeping with. So look at me kind of following rules now. And I'll be like, hey, look at you with only kind of some COVID. Ah, But sounds like some fun. Would love to see that video. And uh, and and one more from I think the yeah another Jay we'll call a Canadian Jay, she says a Kiwi guy I went on a date with years ago, uh, you know things didn't really pan out at the time, but we kept matching, I assume on some kind of swiping app, um, we kept matching and then we reconnected right as isolation started, we chatted a bit, had three virtual dates before I caved and let him come over for some sex. The kicker is uh, he's moving to Florida as soon as borders reopen, and I felt it. I had to hit it before then. Well, consider yourself uh, a conquistador. In current days, the way we're talking about them, conquistador, not a good one, not a good comparison. Um, a conqueror, um, a claimer of cock. I, I don't know what to say that won't get me canceled, but you know what? Um, I'm glad you had fun. W- wish you had waited until after me, uh, but good for you. I don't know if y'all noticed that, and I had some other stories come in too, but they were all from women. Dick danglers, where are you? I know I refuse to believe you've been on your best behavior, especially when when all my friends were like, yeah, dudes keep sliding in my, into my DMs, thirsty as fuck. Where are your stories? I don't care if they're embarrassing. Shoot me an email at manwhorepod at gmail.com. I'd love to read your stories. You may even hear it on the show sometime. Send in your stories, you cowards. And now for the fan whore appreciation moment. Okay, and we'll really just make it a quick moment. This is the part of the podcast where I like to give a thank you to some of the members of that fan whore community on Patreon. Right now, big props to Lady Clitter. I think that's also your your IG handle. Uh, Very fun. Lady Clitter, super sex positive uh, Finland chick. So uh, you're always... I, I've actually watched your stories. I like what you share. When I can read it and understand it in English, big fan. Uh, <laughs> thanks for supporting the show. Shout out right now to Layla. If enough of you Aussies, you know, join this thing, eventually you're going to get me to get on a fucking plane. I feel like we'll be able to crowdsource a ticket and you can get Billy on out to Melbourne uh, or Sydney or another city that's in your area i those are the only two i know but that could be cool thanks for supporting layla and a big thank you to aurora Payne, who is just the littlest kinkiest prettiest princess out there 
One last time, become a member, support the pod, connect with fellow fan whores at patreon.com slash podcast. All right, now for this week's show with Andrea Allen. Oof. Okay, so again, uh, as, I, as I said the last couple of weeks, uh, this week and next week, I am re-releasing free bonus episodes that came out last year exclusively on Patreon. Statistically, you probably haven't heard this one yet, but it's it's fucking good. It's a doozy. Uh, um, I was over at Andrea Allen's recording studio, and she, I forgot how it came up, but she insinuated that I might be, like her, a sex and love addict. She openly talks about going to SLAA meetings and whatnot, and I was like, nah. And then she's like, well, they have a quiz. I'm like, what, like a, like a Cosmo quiz? Like a personality test? Like, LOL, are you an addict? Gamblers Anonymous has that too. Not a fan of taking those quizzes. I usually don't win. But uh, so she pulled it up and there were, honestly, there were too many questions. I think there were like 20 to 50 different questions. It was absurd. But we kind of really got into it. It Very fun. Uh, Chatting with my dear friend. Uh, Next week, we'll be uh, re-releasing the free bonus episode with my asexual high school teacher, Laura. And then after that, then we'll begin to the the Franklin Vaux two-parter. Ooh, juicy. Uh, But for now, let's go take a quiz with Andrea Allen. Have you ever tried to control how much sex to have or how often you would see someone? This is question number one. Control. As we age, our bodies are changing. Certain parts need more support than they used to. Other areas are getting a little sore or faster. And that's why it's important to make sex more comfortable. And that's where Liberator comes in. Liberator has been making fuck furniture to make sex more comfortable, more pleasurable, and last longer for decades. Their best-selling wedge ramp combo gets you in the right positions just a little easier just a little bit more comfortable, which means you're ready to be in that position longer and harder. And you can get 40% off Liberator's Wedge Ramp Combo when you use promo code MANHOR at liberator.com. Or you can click the link at the top of the notes to go right to the product. Again, 40% off their best-selling Wedge Ramp Combo with promo code MANHOR or you can just browse around liberator.com and upgrade your sex life today. Well, yeah. I, you were saying? Well, for this one, like sometimes I, I used to, especially when I was drinking a lot, I would be like, I'm taking a two month break from sex. Cause I would get in trouble and like, like get an STD or, you know, or be like, Oh, this is too much. I need to like, it's called a uh, sexual anorexia. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, can can we deal with this like in the last five years? Can we just say sure? Because I because when I was in college, I definitely did. Because I all of a sudden freaked out. I was like, you know what? I'm only not fucking on first encounters, stuff like that. So I yeah. did try to. I did. It was more like I would average out. Oh, how often do I have a new? How often on average was I fucking someone new? Yeah. And consistently throughout college, like the number would square out to be about since I'd started having sex, it would be about one every month or two, one mm-hmm. new fuck person. Yeah. And I, for some reason, I was like slut shaming myself to think, oh, no, that's bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would say no, I don't control that. So okay. no, okay. Uh, do you find yourself unable to stop seeing a specific person even though you know that person is destructive to you? 
Can I answer that question for you? Yes. Who? You've had so many destructive partners. I like can't even. I, I don't think I've ever met a partner of yours that doesn't seem like it's destructive. Okay, I'll get. I'll, I will acquiesce that check mark. That's one. Uh, you're insane to I'm, say. You literally, you literally got together and broke up with an ex multiple times. Both of them. Yeah, yeah. Three times each. Yeah. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay, so that's that's a yes. I'll, I'll keep track over here. Okay, do you feel you don't want anyone to know about your sexual or romantic activities? Do you feel you need the need to hide these activities from <laughs> I mean, I'm going to say no. That's that a no. One, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, what are we doing right now? <laughs> Talking about sex. Um, do you get, quote, high from sex and or romance? And do you crash? Can I answer this one for you too? I I think I definitely get high from the romance, but that's new relationship energy. I think that's the the core. I think that's yeah, something we all get. Is your new relationship energy is so much crazier than other people's new relationship I think energy? It used to be okay. I don't think I'm gonna say no. I don't think so. You're so wrong. Do you cry? You don't crash. You don't crash. You're not. I'm crying and drinking whiskey over a breakup and. But not over a breakup. I think that that has to. Cause I, to say that you like, oh, if you're like sad when you have a breakup, that's ridiculous. Sure. Everyone. You. No, you do absolutely do this. Oh, my God. I don't think I do that anymore. The hot. Yes, you do. I got. Yeah, I got. I was like drinking after like a significant relationship ended. Sure. The but high is a real thing too. You, the high is real, but I, I you, talked about the NRE. You are, you are, no. You are like, I don't want to say that I love this person after knowing them for a month, maybe a month or two, which is crazy. I, I'll give you this one. You should because it's right. <laughs> um, uh, do you have sex at inappropriate times in inappropriate places and or with inappropriate people? I try to. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm saying no because I don't think those things are inappropriate. Here's the thing. But like this if is I'm where... fucking some if I'm fucking my girlfriend on a bus back to Jersey because we think it'd be fun. OK, I'm going to stop <laughs> you here. The, the, here's where this is confusing because uh, I'm sex positive. Also, uh. I don't I, I think that we're very rigid and unrealistic about sex and i think that i agree that it's a lot of it is fun and you should be experimental but i think sometimes people who are uh have problems emotionally with this hide behind sex positivity to be to be like oh it's all great and fuck you for not all of mine is great yeah. uh but you know i've had i've had the rough ones i'm just trying, i'm trying to think like more recently in the last like couple of years but yeah i'm gonna you know what? i'll say yes but i'm gonna say yes proudly because like i try to fuck in inappropriate places like a public bus because why not so fine you get a yes on that one mm-hmm. okay I, I, this I is still not, don't think number four is a yes. I don't want to shame. This is so crazy that you don't <laughs> think this. Uh, that I you don't get high from sex or romance or crash. That's literally the stupidest thing. Okay, I've well heard. the wording's very okay. Number six. Number six. Do you make promises to yourself or rules for yourself concerning your sexual and/or romantic behavior that you find you cannot follow? No. Uh, I was gonna if it if it had ended with just like do you make these rules I was gonna quit the test. <laughs> yeah, I mean you do make like, rules. You yeah. make rules because you're. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. So next one. <laughs> um, 
have you had or do you have sex with someone you don't or didn't want to have sex with? No. Really? Not anymore. Again, this is that's like that was a college Billy. That was a right out of college Billy problem. Uh-huh. And then it was a thing where I started when I started again. I, and we've I've talked about this where when I expanded what I thought sex could be, and also when I just you know respect myself. I when I learned I could say no to things, I, I I was having less sex with people that I wasn't happy to have sex with. And if I didn't want to have sex with them, but I felt like I want to do something sexual, then like so I just got hit up today, uh, yesterday, mm-hmm. woman on random acts of muff dive, um. I send a message. She's into it. Uh, she sends me pictures. I'm not super into it. Like I'm like I, I, I don't think I, I'm when I when she sent me a picture of her pussy. I was like I am not excited to do that. Mm-hmm. And the rest of you, I'm also not excited about. And so I pitched her a counter. I said, you know what? I I'm not sure how I feel about that. But you know what? Like I have. If you're in the vibrations, I have this motor bunny. If you would like to come over and use that, and I watch, that could be really fun. So that way, that's like a thing. I'm not going to wake up the next morning and be like, oh, no, who I did that. No, I could be like, oh, that was a fun thing. I got to watch someone like, you know, masturbate mm-hmm. on a on a sex toy of mine, like fun. But if I had to, if I were to go through with it and just eat her out for the sake because someone said yes, mm-hmm. then I think that would be a problem. Well, that's the thing. I've met, The reason why I say I like learned a lot or it was very interesting for me to observe the men in these groups was because masculinity is so entangled toxic masculinity is so entangled in your ability to get laid Mm -hmm. and so it is i find it it's very hard for men to admit like oh this is a problem because all of the culture tells them like you're you're fucking killing a you're getting hot chicks blah 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 and it's very hard for them to be like oh i'm actually really sad and that's why i'm doing this you know yeah i think uh maybe it's slut privilege but Mm -hmm. i I I most learned this lesson when I realized that I was not having a difficult time getting laid. Mm -hmm. It made me less thirsty and being less thirsty allowed me to respect my – like make decisions I could be proud of. Sure. Whereas when I was younger, there wasn't that confidence and – you know, because there wasn't much of a track record. So I was like, someone said yes to fooling around with me. I should do it because who knows if anyone ever will again. Sure. Yeah, I I think – I think also a lot of the men in these groups too have been molested. A lot of them have. Okay. I have not that I know of. Um, and I think that that is something that men rare, like men are so shamed. Everyone, not just particularly men, but everyone has a lot of shame around that. And it's a very hard thing to, uh, openly talk about. Um, so it's, it's hard. It's hard to, it, but, but the, a lot of the men who were molested, they were like, I would just go out and have sex all the time and not feel any better afterwards. You know, I think it's the <laughs> same thing. It's just like a burnout with it. Um, right. Number eight. Number eight. Do you believe that sex and or a relationship will make your life bearable? I don't know if anything will make my life bearable. Uh, I'm going to answer that. Yes, That's for a you. No. You literally have a podcast about why people won't date you. What are you talking about? Doesn't mean, I, 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 what, 20 minutes ago I said, hey guys, if you're getting laid a lot, you can, you'll can you still be sad. <sighs> Whatever, say no, but I, I think that you think this is a yes. Have you ever felt that you had to have sex? I mean, I felt it, but also didn't do it. Yeah, but you, what about the... When I got raped, I felt like I had to have sex Uh because my other option was like shoving her off a bed and if she falls off wrong, I'm going to go away in handcuffs. Okay. 
think you're giving me the real answers to this I'm, quiz. I'm giving you the real answers. Uh, do you believe that someone can quote unquote fix you? No. I mean like a therapist, but not like a romantic partner. Okay. Do you keep a list written or otherwise of partners you've had? Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to know the sad part, the backstory of, my, of the list I have? Uh-huh. Um, originally, it was in high school, uh-huh. and I kept track of all the girls I had a crush on who didn't like me back. Oh, God. It was just a sad, like, cut myself style mm-hmm, list. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Until eventually, like, women started making out with me, and then more did. And I don't think it was until like the end of senior year of high school that I took out all of the sad like, ones. Yeah, the sad stuff. I was like, no, we'll just have like a list to keep track of everyone I've done things with. Mm-hmm. What's your number at now? The penis and vagina number? Yeah. Uh, one, oh, just past the, the chick I'm dating right now actually was number 100. Um, 103. Have you lost count of the number of sexual partners you've had? No. And I'm not talking P and VG. I'm talking all of them. I mean, no, because if I, I can pull up a spreadsheet right now and give you a number. Okay. Technicality, everybody. Hi. Yeah, sure. Everyone knows that's how you get out of it. Do you feel desperate? Or actually, do you feel a desperation or uneasiness when you are away from your lover? Or Wait, this sexual? is what number? Uh, 12. I skipped one by accident. Okay. Do you feel desperation or uneasiness when you're away from a lover or sexual partner? No. Being honest. Okay. This one I felt, this is the root of why I went for this reason. Cause, well, yeah, because you were in your room throwing your phone across the room. Yeah, well, it's, we all have problems, Billy. Yeah. Uh, okay, so now 14. Uh, do you feel desperate about your need for a lover, sexual fix, or future mate? Yeah. Uh, Are you not going to grill me on that one? No, no, because that's the correct answer. Uh, <laughs> uh, if there's anything that you are, it's desperate. Uh, I don't like the wording. Uh, have you or do you have sex? Have you or do you have sex regardless of the consequences, e.g., the threat of being caught, the risk of contracting herpes, gonorrhea, AIDS, etc.? No, but you don't. You don't have sex regardless of the consequences. What do you mean regardless of the consequences? Like bad consequences, if there's bad consequences to having sex. I mean, then we all, if, if we're saying like, if you have sex, you could contract an STD, mm-hmm. then we all have. If you mean like, am I raw dogging despite it? Yeah. yeah. No. Okay. Yeah, no, so I don't no. do that. Okay. Uh, Anymore. Do you, uh, <laughs> do you find that you have a pattern of repeating bad relationships? Yes. Yes. Usually thanks. the same relationship. God. <laughs> Do you feel that your only or major value in a relationship is to is your ability to perform sexually or provide an emotional fix? My, can you say it again? Do you feel that your only or major value in a relationship is your ability to perform sexually or provide an emotional fix? What's an emotional fix? I just want to differentiate emotional, giving an emotional fix and like just being a caring partner. Giving an emotional fix. So say, I don't know, your ex says she's going to kill herself and you uh, respond to I, that. I didn't even respond. I just called her father. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say no. I called her father. I, I did not like end up in a big back and forth with oh, her. Oh. I have receipts. Mm-hmm. 
Oh my God, so many questions. Okay. Do you feel like a lifeless puppet unless there is someone around you with whom you can flirt? Do you feel that you're not, quote, really alive unless someone you are, unless you are with a sexual or romantic partner? No. Really? Um, because there's, really? Because there are other things. I mean, look, there's an ad. Addict wise, yes, but not that. It could be other things too. Okay. A, there are other things where it's a food or gambling or um or or stand up, honestly. Yeah, so sure. the only I, I will feel I do feel those things mm-hmm. if I'm not doing any of it, but not if it's just the sex. Like I cannot be doing sex if I'm doing the other things. Sure. But I get anxious if I'm whack-a-mole. just still whack a mole. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I'm definitely into the whack mole thing, mm-hmm. but like I feel like gambling's more like one where I fucking you know. I'm yeah. <laughs> Gotta do it. Yeah. Do you feel entitled to sex? No. Do you find yourself in a relationship that you cannot leave? No. Am I in a relationship now that I cannot in, in leave? Ever. I can Have le- you ever been in a relationship that you cannot leave? I've always known I could leave. I just didn't want to, but we covered that in a previous question. Okay. You can't double up on these questions, SLAA. That's uh-huh, not fair. Uh-huh. That's double jeopardy okay. and that's bullshit. Okay. It's not American. Yeah, you don't seem defensive at all about these questions. Uh, have you ever threatened your financial stability or standing in the community by pursuing a sexual partner? Yes. Huh? Yes. Who? You just talked about how you got in trouble with a with a sexual partner who you've also gotten in trouble in in sex groups for fights with partners. Not for pursuing, like, it's not like I, no, not for, like, pursuing people. Like, I've never, like, gone and, like, fucked a person, like, I really shouldn't have fucked, and it was, like, damaging to my relationship. I actually avoided, like, I, there was a, there's a comedy club, now owner, former manager, who, um, she was making moves on me, like, about four years ago, and I was trying to consider whether or not I should or not, because I was like, I don't know, isn't that, like, a not smart idea? I actually asked a couple comedy friends who are higher up, I was like, hey, I don't want to say, you know, I don't want to say who, but there's a booker who's been hitting on me and I might be interested. I might not be, but it seems like a bad idea. And they were all like, yeah, don't, because then if that ever ends, you won't get spots. There. Yeah. So no, no, I don't. I definitely don't do that. All right. I mean, you have had your reputation damaged by your sexual partners, but twi- not because twice I, per- now. but not because I pursued, not because I pursued certain partners. Well, but there was one partner where it was a problem and you knew she had problems and you kept and you went Talking back. Talking about P? Yeah. And you dated her multiple times and it ended up blowing up in your face. But it wasn't like I wasn't supposed... I didn't think I wasn't supposed to date her. And again, I, I answered... I acquiesced to a yes in like, what was it? Number two or four or something. Okay. Okay. I want to play this for every one of our friends that knows you and they, they're going to be... And they can all hear it if they pledge $5 a month or more on Patreon. Oh my God. <laughs> Do you believe that the problems in your quote unquote love life result from not having enough of or the right kind of sex or from continuing to remain with the quote unquote wrong person? What was the first like five words of that? Do you believe that the problems in your love life result from not having enough of or the right kind no. of sex or for or from continuing to remain with the wrong person? The later okay. one. Yes. yes. Fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Have you ever had serious relationships threatened or destroyed because of outside sexual activity? Yes. Do you feel that life 
would have no meaning without a love relationship or without sex? Do you feel that you would have no identity if you were not someone's lover? Yes. yes. Do you- See, I can answer. Like, give me a moment to like uh-huh, think and answer. Uh-huh. I'll just answer for you. It's, 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 <laughs> It'll be a lot easier if you just answer them for me. <laughs> it's easier. It's easier for others to see you than you to see you. Um, and I'm talking about myself as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you find yourself flirting or sexualizing with someone even if you don't mean to? Yeah. Yeah. Very flirty. Does your sexual and or romantic behavior affect your reputation? Yes. I mean, I yes. hope. So. Yeah, I hope so. I very proudly say yes. That's kind of what this whole career is. I don't know if if this means in a good way. I know it doesn't, but the way they word it. Okay. You'll get that one. Do you have sex and or relationships to try to deal with or escape from life's problems? No. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. No. Yes. Not from life's problems. God. So many different reasons. what What are the reasons? Next question. Do you feel uncomfortable about your masturbation because of the frequent, the frequency of which you masturbate, the fantasies using you engage in, the props you use, and/or the places in which you do it? No, although I do need to take a break from coconut oil because I think it's causing an odor. Okay. And <laughs> my, I, I like I had my hand down there like a couple of days ago and I sniffed and I'm like my cock smells like pussy. And I had not fucked anyone in days. Oh, because you use coconut oil as lube? I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know if that's the cause. I'm just going to like for a few Does days coconut not. coconut oil smell like pussy to you? No, but for, I'll, I'll put it this way. My junk smelled like straight up pussy. Okay. And I had not had sex in days. Okay. I haven't had sex in six months, just so you know. Okay. Um, do you engage in practices of voyeurism, ex- exhibitionism, exhibitionism? Yeah. In ways that bring you discomfort and pain. No. Even that time that you met someone on Craigslist and had a subway interaction that was very uncomfortable for you? That was in 2000. Ah, it doesn't matter when. We said five years. That was 2011. I was 22. Okay. That's true. I can't really. Um, Do you find yourself needing greater and greater variety and energy in your sexual or romantic activities just to exceed, achieve the, quote, acceptable, acceptable level of physical and emotional relief? Greater energy and greater variety. No. Uh, mm, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I don't think that's a bad thing, but uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Do you need to have sex or, quote, fall in love in order to feel like a, quote, real man? I will never feel like a real man. That's true. You are. If I keep keep singing Wicked but uh, alone in my room, I'm never going to feel like a man. Listen, men are overrated. Uh, And soon to be extinct. Do you feel... That's why I am uh, am officially announcing my (laughs) they, them pronouns. Oh, God, if you do that. (laughs) Do you That's feel- exactly what I meant. Uh-huh. See, didn't did we talk about this or no? Where I was like, yeah. I, yeah, exactly. If I wanted if I decided that in my heart of hearts that's what was truly for me, people would just be pissed. I wouldn't Continue. be pissed, I would just be annoyed. Exactly. And that's the that the that's why the logic of it all is weird to me. Do you feel that your romantic and sexual behavior is about as rewarding as hijacking a revolve a revolving door? <laughs> I thought you were going to say revolver and yeah. I got so nervous. Yeah. Are you jaded? 
No. I. That's a weird question. Yeah. I actually don't really understand that one. Uh, I'll say, I, are you jaded? Yes, I'll say that for you. Yeah, well, a comic isn't. Yeah, sure. All right, uh, 33. Are you unable to concentrate on other areas of your life because of thoughts and feelings you are having about a person or about sex? No. No, okay. That that was a big one for me, too. Uh, that was yes. Do you find yourself obsessing over a specific person or sexual act even though these thoughts bring pain, pain, craving, and discomfort? Do I think about the people? Do you find yourself obsessing no. About a specific person or sexual act. You don't obsess about a person? I don't obsess. I think I've, I have in the past thought about exes, I think the same amount most people do after a breakup. I think that you're wrong. I don't think I obsess. I think that you've I'm also taking these to questions, destroy your life. I'm also taking these questions to like mean as like a, um, as like a trend as opposed to like something that has happened mm-hmm. versus like a thing I do. Mm-hmm. The imperfect, uh, the imperfect tense versus the preterite tense, or whatever they are. So I'm, yeah, no. I disagree with that one. You just want me to be in your attic club, and no, I don't. Like- I want you to be healthy, and I think that Aww. you're, yeah, I think that you are in denial about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, like I, I don't think that I need to stop having sex forever, or I just need. I think that. The reason why I started doing that and also going to ACOA is that, like, I can't have fun. I wasn't even having fun anymore at that point. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. want to be sex positive. I love, like, being able – I love the world that sex positive people live in. I think it's wonderful. But my mental illness around it was making it no longer a healthy outlet for me, you okay. know? Mm-hmm. Um, 35? Huh? Number 35, 35. I think. Have you ever wished you could stop or control your sexual and romantic activities for a given period of time? Have you ever wished you could be less emotionally dependent? That's not fair to pair those two together because the first one's a very clear no and the Uh second one's an obvious yes. Give it a yes. Uh, That's like a half yes. Uh, Do you find um, pain in your life increasing no matter what you do? Are you afraid that deep down you are unacceptable? Yeah. What does that have to do with my sex life? <laughs> uh, do you feel that you lack dignity and wholeness? I feel like the next question is just going to be, do you breathe air? Yeah. <laughs> yes. To a check mark. Uh-huh. Uh, do you feel that your sexual and or romantic life affects your spiritual life in a negative way? No. Do you feel that your life is unmanageable because of your sexual and or romantic behavior and your excessive dependency needs? No. Uh, have you ever thought... No that- pushback on any of those? Okay. <laughs> I mean, I think you were truthful about the lack of wholeness, so I'm going to give you this one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as a comic, I just feel like it's a given. Well, okay. See, that's another thing, too, is when I started going to a therapist, she's like, it's no coincidence that you are um that you are a comedian because that is um one-sided intimacy what we do on stage like we are exposing ourselves to a crowd of people and being like love me approve of me however there has to there's no back and they're laughing but there's really no back uh, opportunity for real back and forth there so it's a way for us to achieve intimacy without taking like real risks on a one-on-one 
in a one-on-one way. It's an art form where if there is back and forth, uh, we're trying to get them kicked out of the club. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so it's not. It's it's, not. it's like, I know you're all listening right now, but uh, do not give me that back and forth if I'm on stage. Wait till I'm off stage. Yeah. I don't, wanna, I don't care whatever you want to say. But there, yeah, it's totally. No heckling. <laughs> I agree with that, but it is, it's not, none of it's a coincidence that it's like, please love me, giant group of people. And <laughs> with the selected information and persona that I present to you, um, giant group of people or three people at late three, night at yeah, 1130 and, and at New how York. Sad is that also? Oh God. Um, okay. Final question is number 40. How have so you ever questions. thought that there might be more you could do with your life if you were not so driven by sexual and romantic pursuits? This is a hard quiz for you too because you make your living in this area. But can you say the last one again? I just feel like I feel like at the heart of the question was, uh, do you think you could do other things? And I'm just like, I don't know. My this is like the career. Yeah, that's that's why I say it's a hard. So that's question a tricky for you. question. Try, say it again. It's also weird that it's also interesting that this is your career. That your career is centered around this. What's especially if you knew me in high school, you think who's gonna fuck him? How many people are gonna fuck him? He could do that. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just say the question. Have you ever thought that you there might be more you could do with your life if you were not so driven by sexual and romantic pursuits? I'll say no because I'm pursuing the other things and I'm going to continue pursuing other things. And I know I know I'm capable of pursuing outside things if I want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. With I that. don't really want to. Sex is really fun. <laughs> So is this one of those games where like uh, if you have a certain amount of yeses, don't tell me how many yet, but like is this one of those where they say like if you have X number of yeses, Okay, then so it's, let's see. The following th- questions are designed to Just don't to tell be, me the number because I will add up. The following questions are designed to be used as guidelines to identify possible signposts of sex and love addiction. They're not intended to provide a surefire method of diagnosis, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Uh, so there's no like, okay, if you have I, like seven. No, there's got to be. There's got to. I'm going to go back. I'm, I'm going to count in the meantime. Uh... Gonna, two of those were like half yeses. I'm going to count them together as one. Okay. However, I want to rationalize. Right, right. That's totally normal. Um, I got the number. It's probably not good. I'm probably like two over. Because it would suck if I'm like just barely a sex addict. Like, you're a sex addict. But you just made it. And I'll be like, ah. This is, ah. These are 40 questions. Damn it. How many do you need to? I mean, I'll tell you right now. I got 14. That's a pretty good number. Like good meaning like, oh, that's a pretty good, like you're a pretty good addict. Or good as in like, I'm probably not. The first one. That's oh. that's a pretty high number. <laughs> I think usually it's like five or more. Ugh, whatever. Yeah. I am so. not a sex addict. I think that you could benefit. So I'll say this. So I went to SLAA. And, um, I, the one thing that I got out of that, which is, has helped a lot in ACOA is that like, I don't think I've ever loved anyone. I don't think I've ever been in love. I don't think Wait, that I- Andrea, you didn't love me back then? <laughs> no. Wow. <laughs> Did you love me? Wow. <laughs> this entire friendship based on a lie. Well. No, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> That would be so disgusting if I loved you. Um, wow. <laughs> so mean. Like that. No, keep going, keep going. Um, I, like, because sex and validation were being used like a drug, I can't, I'm not, I have never been really, like, intimate with someone. I'm mm. too self, I'm too, I feel so, too 
um, I feel too poorly about myself to really ever expose myself in a true way, mm-hmm. like to to really be intimate fully. And that comes down to a lot of other factors. But th- it, there's like, I've al- I always have like games and manipulations when it comes to sexual partners. I'm never like fully just who I am, which is t- sad. That's mm-hmm. really sad. Yeah. I think like, I think, and that's more on a romantic level. Mm-hmm. Um, not really like there's one night stands where you don't need to like, you know, it's there, there's different things, but um, all of my romantic partners, I have felt like I am trying to keep them around. I'm trying to be good enough for them or find a way where they won't leave me. And that speaks to like a sad desperation that comes from somewhere else. So um, ACOA is for people who have dysfunctional upbringings and like abusive parents in some sense of the word. I think when we think abusive, we think like, you know, putting out cigarettes on people and, and that's, obviously the the worst physical manifestation but abuse comes in many shapes and sizes many forms many so, forms yeah. so i started going there and that's been uh, really helpful and also very i don't know it's like you know when you start when you when you're like i think it's kind of like when i understood finally fully understood that i was an alcoholic i was like oh fuck now i have to like go to the root of this and like deal with it. And that's very painful and it takes a very long time. So that's how I feel like if I were to all of a sudden realize I'm queer and I like dick, I'm like, ah, I got to go shopping now. I got to change my outfit. You wish you were queer. Yeah, life. That's a complicated question. Um, Mm -hmm. Or comment, statement, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Andrea, I, uh, you know, as a friend and uh, as just a fan of your hot mess lifestyle, I look forward to seeing where, it all goes. Uh, thank yeah. you for sharing. Thanks for trying to get me to admit I'm a sex addict. Not going to happen. <laughs> sure. Yeah, um, you're totally really healthy. I'm so healthy. Yeah. Uh, Andrea, mm-hmm. where can people find you? You can follow me at Andrea Comedy on Twitter. Uh, you can follow me at Andrea underscore Allen 88 on Instagram. Instagram is a little more fun than Twitter. Um, and a, lot, a, lot of, a lot of that the ass. I've posted, a, I've posted one butt pic. Only one? Yeah. Maybe okay. two, um, but you wait, know. doesn't wait? Don't you have a separate Instagram for your ass? Is that what it was? I did. Yes. Did? Okay, that's uh, that's hot <laughs> ass cold cuts, um, <laughs> and that's my ass and snack foods. Uh, do you um, still have the Codfax account? I never made an account for Codfax. Oh, need more Codfax. We all listen. I'm glad you liked that one. Not <laughs> a lot of people did. <laughs> I laughed. So I think I think more people liked it, but we didn't have time to send emails. We were too busy laughing. Yes, good. Thank you. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. That cod facts comes from my podcast, which is the Hot Mess Comedy Hour. Big Check fan. out. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, can I plug my hour now? Absolutely. And yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. You said oh that. yeah. So if you're hearing this before Saturday the thirteenth, yes, whatever. Saturday yeah. the thirteenth. Yeah, I am going to be doing my first full hour of stand up, which is going to be fucking cool. Have you ever done an hour before? I think the longest I did was 54 minutes. Okay, cool. Yeah. I but feel like that's I, an hour. Uh, I, yeah, I, I never did like a plan like, hey, you're going to do an hour. Right, right. Not um, like what you're doing. Yeah. Next year. Next year you're going to do year. that. That's Next great. Year. It's really fun. It's a great like – I'm not doing it for any – it's not like a Netflix special or anything. Mm-hmm. I just like I feel as a comedian I have an hour of cohesive material now and I would like to like challenge myself to do that. Um 
So I'm really excited for that. That will be October 13th. That's a Saturday at Gutter in Brooklyn. It is a really cool venue. Um, Daniel Simonson, another very funny and unforgettable comedian, will open for me. Um, Emily Lubin, the co-host of the Hot Mess Comedy Hour, will host the event. It's going to be really fun. Billy will be there. We'll be there. Uh, I might have a date. Oh, really? I might be bringing in that, uh, that woman, L. Okay. That I've uh, been seeing. Right. Fill in that hole, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll do. Uh, so the ticket- She fills w- mine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, God. Yeah, prostate. Oh, ah. God. <laughs> I can't believe you guys like him. I like. It's crazy to me <laughs> that so many people, <laughs> myself included. <laughs> What's up, Jeff? Hi. Uh, hey, Jeff. Um, so if you would like to get tickets for that, the link is in my social media bios. Um, I'll put in the, the, it should be in the show notes of this episode. Okay, cool. That's awesome. Thank you. Um, I think it's going to be fun. So feel free to check it. Talk to me about sex addiction afterwards. Tell me that you disagree with all the answers Billy gave. We'll gossip about it. (laughs) It'll be great. Thanks. All right. Uh, later everybody. Bye bye. I demand a recount. Um, I demand an HBO original movie about said recount. I demand that I am played by Liam Hemsworth. Look, we'll see. I don't know. I don't. I. I. I think I need to always be conscious and mindful of my relationships. Why I'm in each relationship, even if that relationship is momentary and in a car outside of the Bronx with an Asian woman I've never met. I think it's good to be conscious of like the whys and my motivations, but I don't know if I'd go ahead and call myself a sex and love addict. I think, you know, I just, I love being in my feels. But if you feel differently, I'd love to know what you thought. You can shoot me an email with your questions, your comments, your criticisms uh, over at manhorpod at gmail.com. Of course, you should be following me on the social things. I'm on the Instagram. I'm on Twitter. Uh, Search Billy Presida. I pop right up. You know which one I am. And if you want to get yourself some Man Whore merch, head on over to the Man Whore Podcast Facebook fan page. I know times are tough, folks, but indie content creators are, you know, we, we really, this is the time when we need the fans to come on out. I'm going to offer half off my $5 and $2 levels. You just have to email me. After you pledge, I'll refund half of the pledge tier um, for the rest of June, for July, for August. That offer applies to all new members because, look, I'd rather get you on board and in the ecosystem than have you waiting until the right time. Become a member today at patreon.com slash podcast. And if you need a little assistance, please don't be shy to email me. I want you here. I want you in the community. I want you to be a fan whore. Oh, yeah. Next week, my asexual high school teacher, we're going to talk a little bit about how she makes her marriage work being asexual, and we also go back in the time machine and uh, (laughs) have some fond and not-so-fond memories of little Billy Presida. Take calculated risks, but uh, make sure your calculations are right and well-informed, and stay slutty. (laughs) 